Huzzah! The time has come. Welcome into another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders, recording the second week of February here, and uh, our third week, I guess, of February. Josh, Daniel, with you. Feeling, uh, how, how do we feel? You know, we've been, we've been calling for some heads here in the last month, and as of February 15th, there is a release date, and the release date is February 27th. So the good old two-week warning for season six of Peaky Blinders, it is here. There is a release date, BBC One, 8 p.m. Uh, London time. It's, uh, it's, it's here, Josh. I mean, it, or 9 p.m., I should say, London time. It's, uh, it's an interesting, I, I don't feel like as excited as I did for season five now because of the, the botched. Season six. season six. No, I'm saying I don't feel as excited oh. for season five as I do oh, right. for season six because it just really feels like they completely botched this entire run out. I agree hundred percent. When you asked, like, you don't know, when you said that you don't know how to feel, I feel like pretty like weird. Like I feel like nothing about the, if it, if it was announced, you know, along like a couple months ago, I would have been like, let's go February with the trailer. Right. Why don't you just say it with the trailer, February 27. Boom. But with with 12, 11 days before or 12 days before you know the actual date of the of the premiere of the season is like a weird announcement doesn't give you a lot of time to really prepare you know people probably haven't been doing their rewatches because they didn't know that it was going to be coming so soon unless they really were in the ins and outs and they were listening to us and they were listening to all the rumors about how you know shows on bbc really only announced their release dates a couple weeks prior and how trailers aren't really that long drawn out, you know, that long in advance. So if people know that, then that's great. But I think that they're going to lose a couple fans that aren't going to really remember what happened in season five or people like to do rewatches. They're going to lose those fans who wanted to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily we're talking about a six hour rewatch. So people can just kind of bang through exactly. it. And, and we are doing a season five rewatch right now over on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. Josh and I are through three episodes. I think we've actually timed it up pretty incredibly. We'll do episodes four and five here in the next few weeks. And then Mr. Jones will be right up the, the last week of February, right up until the season six premiere. So we will be ready gun against our head to start this season. But if you want to know how you can watch season six before it comes out to Netflix in three months, luckily enough, we just finalized a deal with a VPN service called ExpressVPN, which is how you can mask your server to make your computer think you are in London so that you can watch on BBC. And by going to tryexpressvpn.com slash peaky, you can sign up for a one month, a six month, or using that link, you get 12 month package for just $7 a month and three months free. So that's the one that I signed up for. That's the one that Josh and I are going to use. And I think that's, that's the way to do it because if not, there is just, there's no world, Josh, where you are going to avoid spoilers if you're a Peaky fan, if you're on the internet. It's just, it's not gonna be possible. A three month wait between the BPC release of the finale and the Netflix premiere. It's very hard to avoid spoilers this day and age, especially with Twitter and social media and, some things that are just well outside your control. There's going to be people talking. There's Reddit now where people don't shut up. So it's going to be pretty hard for you to avoid spoilers. You're going to want to watch it on BBC. 
You're not going to want to wait until Netflix. Take advantage of this VPN opportunity. Um, I know that we were really happy that we watched it on uh, when it aired on BBC for season five, not having to wait and really knowing what happened prior to a lot of other of our uh, American folks. So really recommend doing that. It's a way better viewing experience. It's a bit of a flex too. I mean, you can kind of like chai with your buddies, whether in America, Canada, Costa Rica. Hey bro, I know more than you. You're like, hey, you, what do you mean? You're not watching Peaky Blinders? And they're like, oh, that great show on Netflix. Like we're waiting for it to come back out and you can kind of get right back and say, well, I, I just watched episode two and I listened to Daniel and Josh give their instant reactions about it, you know, whatever the second week of March and everyone's going to be confused. And this is the way to do it. Express VPN. The link will be in our show notes. The you have to type it out exactly. Try expressvpn.com, T-R-Y slash peaky. And then go ahead and just pick whichever option. The 12-month one is going to be the best bang for your buck, just $7 a month, and you get three months free. And Josh, we are going to do, and we're, we're finally, we've been teasing all of our, like, the big prediction pods. This, this now, we have 12 days. And that's why I think we were so upset about the fact that we didn't know when it was going to be released because we could have had such a better rollout for our pre-peaky season six coverage at the end of the day what they have done on social media is hilarious for those of you that have not followed along you may want to go on the peaky blinders instagram and twitter and just see what they've done the last two weeks starting february 1st they hinted that they would give out these mysteries and we thought oh maybe this would be the release date or something no it's just clips of different actors talking about the season with no sport, like nothing detailed at all. Just Tommy Shelby or Killian Murphy talking about the, the impact of family after you have to go do a scavenger hunt. It's pretty, comically pretty corny, bad. Pretty corny, pretty bad, pretty, I don't even know how to describe it. It just kind of makes no sense, especially when you're trying to tease a show and you're trying to create buzz over, an, over your final season of arguably one of the best shows of all time. And you're doing scavenger hunts and, Kind of like reminds me of the epic fail of the video game, like the Peaky Blinders video game. Like what, yeah, mastermind. What was that? It's just, yeah, it's just like don't don't step into different areas that you shouldn't be. You know, you're a television show. You don't need to be doing a scavenger hunt. You don't see, you know, the best shows of all time. You, you don't see The Sopranos doing that. You don't see, I mean, even though Game of Thrones last season was bad, you don't see them doing that kind of stuff. Just stick to television, stick to airing episodes, and stick to your fans talking about them. That's That's what TV is, you know? And so it, it really has us thinking about some of the all-time shows and how the layout went towards it. And right now, with the Super Bowl just airing and it being the most watched thing on TV, it's a perfect chance for shows. And the new Lord of the Rings shows is a perfect example. They release their trailer during the Super Bowl. And I yep. get that Amazon is obviously a lot bigger than BBC, but is there no world where you could spare a few million dollars to promote that Peaky Blinders is coming back? Like, that surprises me. Maybe we're going to watch Champions League stuff here the next couple days and there will be some Peaky Blinders. But I'm going to go on a limb and say that there will not be because it's there's not a priority to promote this show. It is so baffling. It's kind of like they are comfortable with the fact that they have a niche fan base and they're exactly like, what know, it these, is. Are, these are our fans. And if, and if you don't like Peaky, then that's your fault. But it's kind of like a stubbornness to it. It's kind of like an, like an arrogance and a it's stubbornness. A, it's a little cheap. It's a little bit of cheap. We, we got reached out to by a couple different agencies of actors specifically who wanted to come talk on our podcast. And we're not going to you know put anyone on blast. But 
we we responded obviously in the last couple of months saying yes we want blank to come on and talk about it the same way we've talked to packy lee same way we've talked to uh you know a ton of of different actors on our show and and emma j scanlon and, and the list goes on paul boyan and the producers of peaky blinders came down and denied it which is like weird why wouldn't you it's want weird. your your actors to come on the number one peaky blinders podcast in the world it doesn't make any sense. It, it is weird. Even, I don't know if it has to do with the fact that there's that BBC affiliated. No, they, hold on. It gets better, Josh. Digital Spies podcast has been canned. Oh. The, the, I, they, not sure they if can't keep up. They yet, can't keep up. But it's, they, don't even, they don't even have their own sponsored podcast going, right. the BBC. So it's, it doesn't it's make odd. any sense. We kind of put out the thought when we're talking, you and I, uh, solo, dolo, off, off air, that maybe Stephen Knight or Anthony Byrne or other people on the show listen to the pod because we are the number one Peaky Blinders podcast. And they, were, they weren't happy with our, uh, you know, our, our episodes where we kind of went off on them for, for being upset. Look, we were rightfully upset. We're fans of the show. We love Stephen Knight and we love all the other uh, individuals who make the show. They are great at their craft. They're great at what they do. Doesn't mean we can't have discourse over some disagreements that we have over some aspects of rolling out the show. And that's all we're saying. And if you're going to go out there and say that we were not teased by them with all of these pictures of them still editing, then you're just in the wrong because they are teasing you. Even if it's a playful tease, then it gets better, Josh. There was a big announcement set for February 15th, just a few days ago, that that was going to be the big Peaky Blinders drop of the release date. Then the new the radio the new radio times in the UK leaked it on Sunday. Unbelievable. It was also on the TV guide. We had one of our listeners uh, message us and I want to give us give a little bit of credit. Marshall sent it to us on Sunday this week of the TV guide saying that Peaky Blinders is back February 27th at 9 p.m. Yeah. How do you mismanage it so poorly? As I said, I believe that there's a stubbornness and an arrogance to the fact that they think that, you know, it hasn't happened in years prior where those, that stuff has been leaked. Not that we know of, but it's like, hey, we're just going to keep on sticking to our guns and we're going to keep on doing that. But the, but the fan base has grown drastically in the last three, four or five years where now you have people who are digging, digging for gold and trying to find answers that you're not providing. And that's the stuff that happens. And so you and I are, are, are in, in the camp that they definitely botched this very hard. They could have done it a, a rollout of the release date in a lot better fashion. We're, you know, at the end of the day, we're so stoked that Peaky is back and we're just really ready to, to, to break down what we, you know, this is why we started the podcast. So we're excited to really just do what we were kind of, you know, joined forces to actually do. Yeah, it, it really just comes to a, a, an impasse where it's like, how far do you just have to overlook it? And, and we're obviously going to go into season six with the utmost amount of excitement. We're not going to care about the politics, which is a play on words because it's going to be all, the season's supposed to be all about politics, but the politics behind the release and all of that. But right now, until we get our prediction podcast out, we can really dive in, which is we'll, we'll, we'll probably start it right after we finish the rewatch over on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. It really just comes down to like, man, this is a, an act in futility in how badly can you botch the release of a show? You know, we've got all of these like little hints in these orders. And then 
the cherry on top, Josh, and this is going to be the last thing that I do kind of ranting. And this is something that our friends over at Peaky Blinders season six on Instagram uh, saved a lot of fans from ruining is there was a variety article that was released about February 11th. And it was an article that had Killian Murphy basically revealing everything that happened in episode one. I think it was supposed to be released after the episode. It gave the entire, luckily I didn't read it. I don't want to know about it. I've, I've kind of blocked anyone who's emailing me these spoilers. How badly do you blow that? I mean, what in the world? That's like talking about the dragons before they show up in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's, it's really tough when you, got this, when you have this stuff coming out and leaking and like, you just don't want to know anything about the show. There's, you know, no one should be talking about what's happening in the season. We've been waiting this long. Just, and, 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 and if you see that there's a leak and there's spoilers, just lay your eyes off of it. Why would you want to know? Like, there's no reason to, to be looking into leaks and to spoilers um, before, before watching the actual season. And don't ruin it for people. Th- those people are the worst. Yeah, so variety. And I guess it's an instance where you're like, you read it, so you want to talk to other people about it, but like, they changed it two days later. They changed the article. They, they, they cut out the stuff that's spoiler. I don't really know what could be maybe just like where they are time frame wise and what's going on there. So now we have to be careful here over the next two weeks, tiptoeing around the internet because it's out there, right? What's happening in episode one is out there if you want to go find it, if you want to kind of put yourself in a position where you know more, I guess, than other people, Josh, like that might be the argument, but. At the end of the day, no, there's, there's, there's literally no argument. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea why you would want to, I mean, unless you just want to, if, if there was like a leaked episode or something and you want to watch it, it's good quality. That's a different story. You may want to just watch the episode because you've been waiting. For oh, so long. if the episode was leaked, Josh, we would have already watched it and reviewed it. I can promise that. Right. No, it, I, I'm, I'm hundred percent positive that we would have done that, but reading about it, like you're going to ruin the show, you know, you're going to ruin the show for yourself. And there's just, there's just no reason to do that. Was it Game of Thrones that had those leaks, right? Game of Thrones had leaks. I never watched them. I'm not sure if they were actually like valid leaks. I think they were because our, our friend Jordan would watch them and be a real uh, asshole yes, about I it. That. I remember that. Um, so I think they were just the full episodes, but, but worse quality, um, yada, yada, yada. You know, the best quality is going to come from BBC. And the only way to get it, if you're not in the UK, is tryexpressvpn.com slash peaky. We're going to keep talking about it because... It's not just something that helps us make some money. This is the only way that you in America or Canada or Costa Rica or Puerto Rico or Alaska, where that's America, Russia, whatever. If you're in Kiev listening to us, hold tight and get ExpressVPN and hopefully everything's going to be okay for you guys out there. But it's the only way to watch Peaky Blinders before it comes to Netflix. So you got to get it. Make sure to add that slash Peaky to get the extra three months free. Help us help you so that we can all follow the show together. Josh, is there anything else urgency wise that you want to touch on here before we really start to formulate some, some deep thinking podcast episodes for you all in the next 13, 12 days, whenever you're listening to this episode, maybe 10 days, maybe it's in six days, the 27th, 9 PM London time, which does help us because we can watch it in the middle of the day. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, I, the, the last thing that I'm going to say is I'm just excited that we're going to finally get Peaky back. I've said it again. I'm excited for new episodes. I really, really hope 
that the that the product of the show is of years past and not what has been going on the last couple of years with these little nuggets that they've been dropping. I have full faith in Stephen Knight. I have full faith in the actors. I can't wait to see Killian Murphy in his masterclass performance in this final season. I think it's going to, I guess if you're going to have a prediction, not really storyline wise of the show, I think this is going to be Killian Murphy's top acting performance of his career this season. I think it's going to be a masterclass in acting. I like that. I, uh, oh, if I had to guess who the star, like the MVP of this season will be, my my gut says that I think we're gonna get another like Hall of Fame Paul Anderson performance. I was gonna say, that. Season, I was gonna say right? that. Like, yeah, because Very emotional, dark. That's why, know. right? Because Arthur has the widest spectrum of emotions in this show, so he can right. go from elation in a threesome in the hotel in the in the in the club in in London to like depression when Linda shot him. You know, varies, and we know Linda will be back. We know there's going to be Esme. There's going to be a lot of John emotional stuff, I'm sure, with Esme. Um, if you missed us talk about the trailer, you can go back and listen to that episode from a couple of weeks back. Last thing I want to touch on here is another uh, tidbit that Anthony Byrne kind of gave us a couple of days ago, and this one was actually really interesting. Josh, did you see this? Anthony Byrne, the director of the last few seasons, admitted that Peaky Blinders could have ended for good after season five. He said, quote, as the lockdown went on, Peaky was officially terminated effectively. At one point, the scene with Tommy and the gun on his head was the end. Wow. There was still so much story to be told, but had the show ended like that, it was still a beautiful poetic finish. I don't disagree. I mean, you never know. Like COVID could have been a five-year-long devastating shutdown. Luckily, vaccines came out quickly and we were able to film this season but that is interesting to think about i'm happy they at least felt good about the way it ended we didn't necessarily feel good about the way it ended but the last scene was definitely emotional i wonder if they i mean well i guess they didn't know that there was going to be lockdown and covid or anything but if they put that in there saying hey we're okay with how this ended Let's put this in at the end of season five and let's just end it that way. Just in case, God forbid something were to happen, there's going to be an actor strike. You know, if there's going to be, you know, that, that some of the actors had their differences and they want to part ways. That happens in television shows a I, lot. I, I don't know about the strike thing, but you're right where all of a sudden a show will just get canned and everyone's right. like, what the fuck? And you're right. And I think more and more with the unknownness of TV and finances, there are shows that, I mean, I, I, what, what is a good example um, that there was just one season? I think Freaks and Geeks about 15 years ago, like with Jason Segel, all those famous stars, they had like an abrupt finish before they could come back. Obviously, there have been shows that were reignited and brought on different networks like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, and Good Place. For example, Mindhunter is, I don't think, is coming back. And that kind of just stopped abruptly. Um, and that had it was, it was very popular forever for whatever reason that it, that it has. That's a Sorkin thing. I think he just doesn't want to make any more seasons. But no, you're yeah. right though. It, it, no, we could have gotten more about the Atlanta stuff. It happens, and um, I, I wonder if also at the time, and I'm sure at the time they had no idea the direction of, of the show and which it was going to go. You know, a lot of these times we've heard interviews with with writers of these you know film like television shows that are you know upper echelon television with insane plot webs and plot lines we hear about how they start at point A and they have no idea how to get to point B. It's just a long, lost, drawn right? out process. That's is the perfect example. Exactly. And some do it really well and some don't. Some people have an end in mind. 
you and I were talking about Ozark yesterday, uh, uh, earlier today, how, yeah. you know, I mean, we're not going to give any spoilers right now, but how we are kind of contemplating whether or not, how, how do they get to that, that this one scene that we saw where it was kind of like a flash forward. We don't know. Maybe right. they don't know. And they're still figuring that out for part two of this season. And I think that's very interesting when you're analyzing that quote and how the show could have ended with the gun pointed at Tommy's head. Maybe the Sopranos writers had no idea how they wanted the show to end. And they were like, at the last second, you know what, let's leave it open to interpretation kind of thing with, with whether or not Tony gets whacked. It's, it's, it's a really interesting conundrum to, to have and to really talk about. And we could probably have a whole episode about that. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Because yeah. Killian Murphy has come out and talked about how excited he is to be free. Very Game of Thrones-esque from well, the actors to, there. He wants to come on the pod, he's saying, obviously. Hopefully he'll be released from the producer's uh, shutdown of, of the By Order of the Peaky Blinders All right, podcast. guys, you heard it first. Killian Murphy has committed to come on, <laughs> come on the podcast. So we're going to hold him to his word because he's a man of his word. Well, hopefully after uh, he wins an Oscar for Oppenheimer, right? That's going to be a phenomenal exactly. flick exactly. next season. Um, where, where Killian is starring in that movie with some of my favorite actors ever with Florence Pugh and Emily Blunt and Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see his career really take off. He deserves yeah. it. And I'm sure, and I'm sure he loves Peaky and Peaky is an amazing show, but I'm sure he's ready to get away from, from uh, television and really just get into the, and, and the, the tea leaves film. and the sharp haircut, right? It's like, right. You know, there's a little bit of freeness. And so Josh and I are now free from uh from this emergency podcast i want to give a shout out we had a we had a listener connor tweet at us yesterday right be right before we started recording saying i keep checking to see if your emergency podcast announcement is out and i love that because we started our emergency podcasts right when covid started and it seems to be a little bit of a thing and so we're gonna i wanted to headline this episode as how to completely blow the release of a season but instead we'll have to go with emergency podcast alert yeah. again i mean we're, we're happy to drop it there's some scheduling issues i mean if you guys are if you guys are uh subscribers to our patreon and and you and you're doing the rewatch daniel and i are going to be doing our first in-person podcast for episodes four and five of ever five. josh and i have never sat together done a podcast we we've hung out before in the past two and a half three years but just geographically speaking, Daniel has been on the West Coast. He's been in the Midwest, and I'm I'm down here in sunny Miami. So it's been hard to link up in person. And so we're really excited to finally do that. We think that that the production of the show is going to just really take off. Obviously, we think we do a great job. Obviously, you know, virtually, and thank God for for these avenues. But we're really excited to do that in person podcast. So please subscribe to the Patreon and listen to that to those two episodes. And and on. Honestly, if you want to, if, if there's no better way to, to get ready for February 27th than, than by, by watching season five and listening to us break down those episodes. And I would argue that season six will be, you, you will, it will be essential to watch season five. It, it almost, you know, the way that they've talked about the part one, part two style of it, you will miss so much if you don't watch season five and you just start off with a, like a previously on style. So that's what we're going to leave you with. We're going to have a few fun deep dive episodes here over the next 10, 12, 11 days. Um, and until then, head us over to the, the patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. Go check out the VPN situation in our show notes. Also happy to be partnered with Audible, where you can catch out a couple of the Peaky Blinders books by going to audibletrial.com slash Peaky, signing up for a free trial there, and just uh, continuing to help us out so we can give you all of these podcasts off the cuff as often as we can. He's Josh, I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.